L.I.W. American Horror Story Reviews brought to you by Simpler Times. Back when white men had all the power, not just most of it. Ah, Simpler Times. L.I.W. American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens! Welcome to L.I.W. American Horror Story Review, episode... What the fuck is this? 24, I believe? Uh, today's episode is Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Episode 702. Uh, don't tell me what to do. Episode... Don't. I hate when episode titles uh, boss me around. I feel like I'm... I make my own life. Don't tell me how to do it. I'll uh, be afraid of the dark if I goddamn want to be. Uh, almost slipped into the opening narration voice there with the old Tybee voice, yes. Uh, simply times. Uh, so this one picks up right where the last one left off, just like Back to the Future 2. <sighs> yes, I love Back to the Future. And I'll make uh, any chance I get to make any sort of parallels between that movie and, and anything else, I'll uh, definitely do it. Yep, so um, I uh, a couple things here. She, it, Like I said, it picks up exactly where the last one left off, which is... Uh, Sarah Paulson rolls over in bed. She sees uh, Allison Pill. Basically, it turns into a a clown. She starts screaming, and then this is when this is where this starts. Same exact shot. Open. Uh, goes into the bedroom. She rolls over. Sees a clown. Freaks out. And Allison Pill is like starts running around the bedroom with a with a knife, looking for a a, a I almost say ghost. That would make more sense. Looking for oh, a knife wouldn't really do any damage against a ghost, but looking for a fucking clown. Jesus Christ! It took me way too long to get that out. And I'm like, why do you still believe her? You know, she, like every <laughs> I noticed in the first episode, it keeps resetting. I mentioned this. It's like she has a goldfish memory for the insanity of her wife. She, she Sarah Paulson freaks out. Allison Pills like, where is it? Wait, oh, it's not real. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, you're freaking out again. Where is it? Where? Oh, you're crazy. Like, oh my God. And it's still continuing in the, in the episode two. And, she, and then she calms down. They realize there's no, uh, I keep wanting to say ghost. There's no clown around. They, um, they realize, yeah, there's no clown. Okay. And, uh, and she's like, I don't know how much more I can take of this. I'm at my wit's end. I was like, you're just constantly living in that state. Allison Pill is constantly living in a, in a state of one foot out the door, but the other foot's like, just, just for some reason doesn't understand that it's not going to get any better. If and she, but she's not willing to help her other than call her therapist. I don't. Oh my god, force this bitch to take her fucking pills. That's all. So the uh, kid, uh, the, the, their child, Oz. His name is Oz. Uh, for some reason, I don't know. She, he's in bed, uh, and we see uh, Twisty the clown. He unplugs the nightlight apparently, and then he's walking around the house. And then we also see that fucking dick-nosed clown from the supermarket. He's in the house now. He joins in on the fun. They start running around and chasing Oz around the house. And uh, I was like, they just... Like, I understand that if the... I keep wanting to say ghosts, it's driving me fucking insane. Clowns don't come naturally to me, apparently. I understand if they don't hear the clowns running around and they don't hear that because if that's not real, they would still hear the child running around the house. But this kid is so goddamn stupid. He, He runs into the bathroom... And pulls the curtain, like the shower curtain in front of him, and hides right in front of it. And that would be fine if it were a solid white, solid black, solid anything shower curtain. Problem is, this fucking shower curtain see-through. It is opaque. It is, you walk in and you just see a child's face staring at you. There's no fucking, 
there's no hiding behind it. It's like hiding in the other side of a glass door from someone. It's not going to do you any good. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, dear God. This kid is so stupid. He starts to scream because uh, Twisty there, or one of them, who fucking cares, throws a shower curtain open. He screams. And then he interrupts uh, sexy time with the two girls, which, you know, is very disappointing for me, you know, as a as a guy who's uh, really into lesbians. I don't understand why guys are into lesbians that much. There's not much you can do. It's like a... They're not into you. They could not be less interested in you. I don't understand why that's a fetish for some guys. Like, I understand two guys and a girl. or Whoa, two guys and a girl. Whoa. Kind of threw that off. Devil's three-way. Two girls and a guy. I kind of understand that. I mean, I do understand that. But those aren't lesbians then. That's, you know, some sort of bisexual or, you know, just willing to to do that for your ass for some reason. But two girls just have no interest in you? I... 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 I, I I don't think it's not. I don't think it's not sexy. I just don't understand the fascination with it. If you can't join in, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Watching it almost does nothing for me. Uh, almost, I said almost. The anyway, what the fuck am I? Uh, yeah, they cut to Kai's video of him getting beaten in the last episode, which I mentioned they're going to edit it to look like you know they just get attacked out of nowhere, which is exactly what they did. And it basically turned him into he has like a penguin storyline where he's he's a victim of some sort of violence by the in in the city, but he's going to run for uh open the city council using Chang's open spot cuz he was murdered in the last episode. Uh so he's going to run for that and I'm like this is so fucking penguin. He's he's running for city council. Uh, and he's an, he's a villain. He's he's scheming his way in there. It is so fucking penguin. Anyway, uh, the neighbors. We see that the neighbors are moving into the Chang's house, which is a remarkable turnaround for a murder house. Uh, not to be confused with the murder house from season one. Ah, this fucking show. Um, the, the, they're moving in. There's for some reason like guys in like decam- decontamination suits. I don't know what the hell is going on. But Sarah Paulson's across the street, just staring at him out the window. I was like, this feels like Fright Night for some reason. It's got this weird, like the the na- the girl across the street has a she has like a sun hat and she's all wrapped up, and it just felt like the fucking vampires movie. And you can tell that's what they're going for. I'm not saying I'm genius comparing this. This is what they were going for. I like this. I I don't know where the fuck they're going with it, but they're, we're introduced to these characters later, and uh, yeah, they're they're interesting. I like them. The uh, they they go to uh, their their kitchen, Sarah Paulson and Alison Pills' kitchen. Um, Dave from Titus, if you remember that show, Titus from the nineties. He's also in like a bunch of other movies. I, he plays a Russian in what the fuck movie is he a Russian in? The redhead guy. Anyway, he's like a horrible racist inside this kitchen. He's running the kitchen. Um, yeah, then the, uh, Sarah Paulson or the, the child fucking Oz goes over to the neighbors. Apparently, they're beekeepers. All the adults gather together uh, after Sarah Paulson freaks the fuck out on them. He, she looks over at the bees, you know, the little, the combs and then those holes in it set her off. I didn't realize, I knew that was a thing, but I forgot and I keep forgetting the fucking name of that phobia because it's fucking stupid. But those freak her out. She doesn't like it. It sets her off. And then we're introduced to these, to the neighbors. One of them's a guy. Uh, It's Billy Eichner. He's, he's funny dude. He's, he's in an episode of, uh, if you've seen last week. Tonight with John Oliver, he's the one that's in that. What the fuck was that sketch they did? Oh, it was the uh, retirement one where they knock over the blocks and it goes one after another, and then you know they drop it on some fucking lady. I forget her name. Anyway, um, he's in that sketch. Great, great sketch. And then he's he's the neighbor. He's gay. Uh, the the woman is straight. I, I, I think they introduced this later, but I'm just kind of going over it now. 
And they're just odd characters, and they're having this awkward conversation, and it's like the kids are, this is so weird, such a weird vibe. And I'm like, this feels like a Goosebumps episode. Like, it does not feel like a modern money spent on it show for this one scene. And it was so bizarre. And the Fright Night comparison has gone out the window. Now it's just officially Goosebumps, and that is a huge step down. Um, but yeah, they, I guess they, I can get into this now. The, this, it's just like a sham marriage they reveal into their kitchen. Uh, like I said, he's gay, she's straight. They decided if they don't get married by the time they hit blah, 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 they're going to you know get married together. She has cancer, so she can't go in the sun. Who knows? I don't know if these are the cult, the cultists. I don't know. They haven't really introduced the cult yet, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, later, they're in bed. Um, the alarm gets tripped uh, at the at the business, at the, at the restaurant, and Allison Pills like, I got to go. The alarm's tripped. I'm like, is she fucking cheating on her? Oh, my God, what a bitch. And she's like, I'll, or Sarah Paulson's like, I'll go instead. And she's like, all right, yeah. I'll let the insane woman with the deep hallucinations go mute my mute the alarm at the uh, the dark, creepy restaurant we have that which she has previously had hallucinations at. I'll let you go by yourself. You're still not in your medications. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead and go. Yeah, that's that's cool. Anyway, she goes to the fucking yeah. This is fucking idiots. These characters are fun, but they don't make the wisest decisions all the time. That's a horror movie cliche, I guess. So. Sarah Paulson goes to the restaurant. I'm I'm not even trying to get near their character names yet at this point. I don't it doesn't really matter, does it? You know who I'm talking about. She goes in there, she turns, you know, she starts looking around, she walks for some reason she just backs up. Like, I don't know why she's moving backward. Do you normally like if you're not backing away from someone, usually how this this is how this goes in, in horror movies. They see the killer, they start backing up, they run into their hung up dead friend, and then they're like, ah, and then they run off. Before they die. This, she, there's nothing. She just starts backing up and runs into the dead body, the hung up, like, dead, frozen dead body of uh, Dave from Titus. And I was like, what the fuck? Why is he, why are you, why didn't you just walk in and see? I don't understand. It just felt so weird and forced. Um, so she sees him. Uh, the, the, they kind of cut to later. I guess it's like a couple weeks later or some shit like that. There's, these security bars are being installed on their windows at home. Um, Cheyenne Jackson's there, uh, her therapist, and then they start talking very subtly. She's like, oh, she lost her subtlety. So basically, Sarah, or Allison Pill called over the fucking therapist and was like, so I guess I'll leave the room now. You guys can discuss whatever you'd like by the hour. Because <laughs> he's on the payroll. Man, I can't say that out loud. She might as well just said it out loud. And uh, so, yeah, they. this is when I realized it was Dave from Titus that was dead. I couldn't tell who it was before. They didn't really, you know, it was kind of hard because he was frozen. And hanging and out of focus. But, uh, yeah, so they start having a conversation. He leaves. The They're at the neighbor's house. Uh, Sarah Paulson and Allison Pill there. No, sorry. What the fuck am I talking about? Sarah Paulson goes to the neighbor's. Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know all the fuck over the place. She goes to the neighbor's. They have a bunch of guns. And he's like, I know, the cliche. You know, the gay guy with all the guns. Gay, second Amendment. And then they give, him, give her a gun. And then we see the kind of a police interview. Where they they suspect it was the guy that Titus for earlier was being really racist about. I forget his name. Uh, I, I want to say I don't want to shout out a Mexican name and be wrong. It's called Pedro. That sounds like I'm shouting out a random Mexican name, but that really was the the, the name of the character, Pedro Morales. Um, yeah, they th- they think he did it because he was getting shit from Dave, and suddenly Dave shows up dead. I don't know Dave's name in real or, or in the show. 
Uh, it's Zach Ward in real life. I guess his name is Roger. I just looked on IMDb. I'm calling him Dave from Titus every time because that's how my show works. If you listen to Fear of the Walking Dead, I just call a guy The Following because he's in the movie the, or in the TV show The Following with Kevin Bacon. And uh, yeah, I just call him that. I don't even give a shit about his character's name. Same reason I'm calling her Allison Pill and Sarah Paulson. I'm just going for it. I, I will show the respect for for Evan Peters to call him Kai. Kai, though, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go that far with it. Anyway, I, I feel like I've lost lost myself, lost my way here. The uh, what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, later on, uh, Sarah Paulson's all home alone. Kai shows up at her house and he does this like <laughs> weird speech to her. He's like, "I'm looking for votes. Like, please help me out." And then he's like, he says a couple things where he's like talking about the murder and rape rates. He's like, they're higher than ever. And she's like, I don't think that's accurate. Where are you getting your news? He's like, Facebook. I was like, okay, that's what they're going for. That's that's genius. Uh, so <laughs> Sarah Paulson's like, I'm not interested in I'm build, I'm interested in building bridges, not walls. And Kai, the, the the best part of the episode for me was when Kai was grabbing the bars and like, he's like, you you're gonna tear down these walls and or tear down these bars and make bridges out of them. And, you know, making fun of her for having a fucking building walls, ironically, while saying she's not building walls. Uh, he also makes fun of her for having a knife and a security gate. And then he freaks out on her, starts yelling some shit, and then runs and leaves. I really liked this scene. It was a lot of fun. Evan Peters is always great. I hope he's in more and more and more as it goes on. He seems to be kind of building as the antagonist. But I'm kind of rooting for him because Sarah Paulson's character is so goddamn irritating. She's doing a good job. Don't get me wrong. She's just built. She's written to be irritating. She's supposed to be scared of everything, which is always irritating to watch as a, as a viewer. Anyway, uh, Allison Pill left that night to go because the power went out at the at the restaurant, so all the meat went bad. So she goes with with Pedro to kind of you know restock the, the 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 meat that they lost. Why did it take me so long to say that? I don't fucking understand. She. Uh, <laughs> Um, Pedro's like, do you think it was me? Do you believe me? And I was like, of course she fucking believes you, you goddamn asshole. Like, she's alone in a in a butcher shop. It's essentially, it's a butcher shop where you're surrounded by fucking like sharp ass cutlery, fucking hatchets, goddamn knives, and you're wondering like, hey, eighty pound woman, do you think I killed that guy? I know you're here with me. Who knows? Maybe fucking midnight. All by ourselves. We didn't tell our family members where we were. Do you think I killed a man moments ago? Do you think that was me? Do you? Do you? I noticed you don't have any weapons on you and you're turning your back to me a lot. That must mean you don't trust me. Like, come on. Like, fucking figure it out, Pedro. She, she clearly doesn't think you did it. Take a fucking hint. She would not be there with you. If she had, if she's sitting there and she had three police escorts and uh, with a fucking sniper up in the rafters in a fucking... A microphone sticking out of her chest because she's trying to get your confession. That might be that might prove that she doesn't believe you so much. That might prove you know be a little bit of, a little bit of evidence that says, "Hey, I think maybe you killed him, Pedro. I think you killed. I think you killed Dave Titus." Ah, it's Pedro. Just doesn't take a hint. So, where the fuck am I? <laughs> so, uh, the power went on at home too. Or no, sorry. Uh, Sarah Paulson calls Elson Pill and starts freaking out because of a. Uh, of Kai that just showed up there. She decides, hey, I'm going to send the prime suspect in a murder case to the house of the woman that found the dead body. And also that, you know, the whole police are involved. I'm like, you're creating a death sentence for Pedro right now. And I, I can feel that right away. 
Like the second she goes, can you drop these groceries off at my at my wife's check on her? And I was like, oh, Pedro's not going to make it. Like I assumed he was going to get shot by a cop because I assumed Sarah Paulson called the cops about Kai. The cops will show up. They'll see Pedro. They'll shoot him because that's what cops do, man. Cops, cops shoot browns, you know. Browns, blacks, they shoot them. They don't even care. Anyway, uh, I don't... I don't know what was going on there. So the the battery backup to the alarm is out apparently at, at the at the Paulson house, at the <laughs> Richards house. I guess is their last name. They're both Mayfair Richards house. I guess they're going by their the, the dual up their last names there. So I kind of think with last names, it really should be like a whichever couple, whichever person has the better last name, that's how it should go. I don't I don't like the hyphen shit. I don't like I don't even like when just the guy's last name carries on. I think it should be I have a shitty last name, you have a great last name, female. We're taking your last name. It really should be like a fucking genetics where the stronger the more dominant name gets to carry on. It's not so much that the man is dominant. I I'm really fighting for women's rights here apparently. I don't even I didn't even realize it. I just think it makes more sense. Like if you your last name's like Cockhammer, uh I mean, that sounds like a strong name. That's a bad example. If your name is like a lot of Z's and a lot of K's and Q's and shit, you maybe lose that for in favor of Smith. Uh, not to give up your like cultural heritage or anything like that. But your name's shitty. Nobody can pronounce it. Nobody wants to say it. They feel awkward saying it. They don't want to even refer to you in person anymore. They're, you're just really boxing yourself out of society slowly with your K's and Q's and Z's. And fours, if you have fucking numbers. I don't, I don't know. This is a shitty last name. Move the fuck on. Deal with it. Check your ego. Move on. Anyway, take the better last name. So... Like I said, the battery backup is out. She goes to the fuse box. She sees a bunch of wires are, are, are cut. Uh, a clown blows out a candle very uh, erotically. And then uh, a clown with a bunch of hands on her head is walking down the stairs. Sarah Paulson walks up and kind of grazes her. I don't know why she decided to run right past her when she's on the stairs. That was a really stupid move. But she, like, grazes her, and that clown with the hands on her head falls over the banister, very dramatic-like. And I was like, what the hell? Was she, like, was, was she made of paper? Like, was she hollow and made of paper? And she just, like, ah, and the, the, just the breeze of her walking by threw her over the banister. I didn't understand what the fuck that was. It was stupid. Didn't go anywhere. It reminded me of last season a little bit with the fucking horse head guy, or the pig head. Yeah, pig head. Was it pig head? I don't fucking remember. Pig head, I think it was. F- who fucking cares? Didn't matter. Didn't really add to the plot. Um, yeah, but I called it because at this point, Sarah Paulson gets her fucking child. They go to the run outside. Um, <clears throat> oh, before him, the, uh, what's her name? Fucking babysitter. I don't, I don't care that the, the nanny leaves, uh, to go protect her own family because I guess all the multiple states are out of power. It all went out at once because the neighbor showed up and <laughs> yelled, Hey, lesbians, the power's out in like seven states or some shit like that. Pretty funny. Uh, yeah, but. So Sarah Paulson's trying to take her kid. She's like, when I open this door, just run. She opens the door and sees someone at the door, shoots him. It's fucking Pedro. Pedro goddamn died, probably. They don't really see it, though, because that's where the episode ends. With, like, a slow motion shot of him falling down like his Rocky just punched him. Fucking weird. Uh, Yeah, but I was like, this is the end of the episode. And I guess I'll get to my summary. Because I was like, oh, I have so much optimism for this season. This episode really established a good progression with the story i like that it picked up right where the last one left off i like that it's continuing it's building 
that's what's been missing so fucking much in previous scenes. I know I'm not going to rant on like I did in the last episode about previous seasons, but I just feel like I'm very optimistic because of the progression that they're doing. They're actually focusing on a storyline so far. I don't, I'm, it's kind of like uh, being a Chargers fan though. It's like, how can they fuck it up? How are they going to fuck it up this year though? And I hate being one of those guys that like constantly complains about shit because there are shows I truly love and I don't find any fault, uh, faults or flaws with. Couldn't decide on which one I was going to say, so I said both. The point is, I this show, when it's great, it's great. When it's bad, it is unwatchable. And so it really is, I love this show and hate this show at the exact same fucking time. It's just, you know, each season has a varying degree of terrible after season two. Like, one and two are great, almost flawless in my mind. Like, obviously they have flaws, but, like, overall, great to watch. Uh, and after that, a little bit of uh, drop-off or terrible or, you know, fun moments. But this one so far, though, is my favorite season since, since season two. And I'm really excited to see where they go with this. I hope they keep building the uh, paranoia, but also at the same time... I don't want to watch Allison Pill constantly uh, be, be looking at Sarah Paulson that same way, being like, oh, are you crazy? Like, yeah, she's crazy. Either dig in with that or fucking move on. And maybe they separate for a little bit, and then they kind of, she realizes, Allison Pill realizes it's real. She goes to her aid later on. I don't know. I just don't want to see this struggle, this exact struggle, carry on for very many more episodes. It'd just be very uh, tiresome and wear me down. It's just, it gets a little uh, stagnant. It's a little uh, kind of repetitive, actually. Stagnant, yeah, repetitive. That's kind of weird. But it's just like, okay, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, I seen her freak out and then her go, oh, I can't know how much more of this I can take. And then stay by her and not ever do anything about it. Goddamn, move on. And I hope they don't do that. I, I'm not, I am actually being optimistic right now. It's kind of unusual for me. Um, I don't know how to handle this. I feel like I've, oh, I don't, I don't know how to do it. It's like a, I'm like an alcoholic moving on. I don't know. I don't know if I can deal with this. It's weird to be excited about this show. Because it has been so long. It really is like, I don't know what to do. Because now when there's a new episode, like one drops tonight, today's Wednesday, there's a new episode out tonight, I believe. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. I don't watch TV when it's live. I watch it later on. Um, but I'm actually excited to go watch it. And I haven't been excited. Like, last season was fine, but the, the, the fucking hotel season was a fucking match. Like, I felt like I was in a boxing match with this motherfucker. Like, I could barely get through every episode. We even took months off between episodes, and I lost a fucking castmate because that's how bad that season was. And I really had to force myself to keep going with the show because I do like talking about it and making fun of it, but, oh, my God, it was almost unbearable at some point. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's the end of this episode. Uh, don't be afraid of the dark. Uh... It really answers the question, are you afraid of the dark? It's kind of responding to that, I think. Maybe So maybe that wasn't a Goosebumps episode earlier. It was an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, which is very similar in vibe. It's just Goosebumps was a lot cheaper. I didn't have that Canadian charm to it. Anyway, uh, yeah, so guys, go to LIWstudios.com, Loitering in Wonderland uh, on YouTube. Go subscribe there. Rate, review on iTunes, Stitcher, and the other one that we're on. I forget what the fuck it's called. Go to LIW Studios for all the shows if you have any questions. Uh, any questions, send them to LloydyWonderland at gmail.com. I forget to pitch the email a lot. Anyway, guys, uh, check, you know where to find all my good shit. Uh, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens of Wonderland.